0: And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Gerard Artsen from Amsterdam, who has written several books about the extraterrestrial presence, which he sees as further evidence of the evolution of consciousness and the universal manifestation of life. Gerard, thank you for joining me and welcome. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much. It's uh, it's wonderful to be here, Jeff.
0: Uh, thanks for having me, Gerard. How did you get into ETS in the first place?
1: How did I get into ETS in the first? I think my very first um, acquaintance with the idea of extraterrestrial visitors was through the books of jo- uh, Eric von Daniken, the hmm. uh, Swiss writer, and uh, that was when I when I was traveling uh, as a backpacker. Some would say, a belated hippie on the hippie trail from Amsterdam to India, which was uh, a, a yeah, fairly common thing to do for for youth uh, between 1964 and 1980, when the road was closed through the Iranian revolution and then the uh, Russian invasion of Afghanistan. Um, and on the, on the road, on the way, um, rather than reading uh, Jack Kerouac's on the road, I uh, I picked up uh, some books by uh, Eric van denken and I found it fascinating. And f- very fairly early on, I also read uh, one or two books by George Adamski, uh, "Flying Sources Have Landed" and "Inside the Spaceships," which I found absolutely
0: fascinating. You write a lot about George Adamski. Can you tell us a little bit about him and his story?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, he was world famous, in fact, and uh, I'm, I'm still surprised sometimes to to find audiences who. Um, to whom George Adamski is an unfamiliar name or haven't heard about him before. Um he was world-famous, uh he became world famous through his first book, um, Flying Sources of not his first book, but his first book about his contacts with uh, visitors from space in his account that was published in Flying Sources of London in 1953. Um, he made the headlines in first in the United States, but soon found a worldwide audience, uh, especially also because the first book, which he co-authored, by the way, with an an Anglo-Irish author, Desmond Leslie, who gave a more or less historical overview of of, uh, um, accounts of ET visitors, spaceships, and uh, and contact with uh, visitors from space, dating back all the way to, uh, to biblical times, ancient biblical times. Um so uh, there were two parts to that book. And uh, when that book had come out, it was translated in, I believe, 10 languages within the first uh, two or three years. So there was a worldwide uh, interest in, in his uh, story. And, of course, uh, it was soon followed by other so-called contactees, mainly in the United States, but not only. Um, but they, you know, be English uh, already being a... a you know, the lingua franca in the 1950s um they drew a lot of attention um George Adamski uh, most attention uh, globally uh, but there were some other um, contactees United States uh, U.S contactees who uh, who became famous in around the world um so in 1952 November 1952, Um, George Adamski, who had already spent years watching the skies through his own telescopes. He had a six-inch telescope and a 15-inch telescope. He had settled on Palomar Mountain uh, in the 1940s, um, which is where the uh, California Institute of Technology's uh, Palomar Observatory was built, finished in 1949. And... um, in the 1940s and early 50s, Adamski had already taken some pictures of, of spacecraft or anomalous lights uh, in the sky against the moon, for instance, or or in the sky uh, in our atmosphere. Um, and he was drawing some attention, but uh, in November 1952, on a hunch with four co-workers and two friends, um, they set off uh, into the California desert and uh, uh, they had stuff with them for a picnic and they uh, got out by the side of the road somewhere and um, they started sky watching. And lo and behold, at one point they noticed a huge cigar shaped craft in the air, uh, which by the way, was uh, logged in uh, project blue book, uh, the official, um, study, uh, so-called uh, government study uh, until 1965 or 67. Not sure. Um, and uh, after a short while uh, they saw smaller lights, uh, craft coming out of the mothership which George Adamski called it a mothership. And and uh, at one point he thought he'd seen one of them Landing in the foothills nearby, so he quickly went over. His uh, his uh, companion stayed by the side of the road, and uh, as he approached, he suddenly found himself uh, facing uh, someone who had stepped out of the saucer, flying saucer. You know, uh, of course, uh, I, I assume most of your uh, uh, audience will be aware that you know flying saucers were all the rage at the time. Um, and uh, uh and so he he tried to communicate uh, with the visitor um uh, you know about where where he'd come from and why he was here Etc and it went through as he described it uh, some form of telepathy uh it was a brief encounter um and the account his account of that of that meeting uh ended up in flying sources have landed 1953 uh, but Already in February 1953, uh, he was contacted again and um, uh, many other contacts, encounters followed after that, uh, which he wrote about in his uh, next book, Inside the Spaceships. So in a nutshell, that is uh, how and why Adamski became uh, world famous.
0: The picture of the book behind you has the picture of a UFO, which looks like it's in front of the moon. Is that one of his original pictures?
1: That is one of his original pictures taken in 1950. So that was uh, two years before his uh, his first uh, personal encounter. Um, and I used this photograph on the cover of this book because the, the, the craft looks so strikingly similar to the craft in the video stills that were released by the US Navy and the Pentagon uh that were first leaked uh, through the New York Times in 2017 and finally um uh confirmed by the Pentagon in 2020 as um unidentified objects or phenomena and the the you know the similarities are so striking um that you know in in this book I've I've uh, put together uh, various pieces of of evidence that show that things that are now being confirmed either by the Pentagon or military or scientists were already revealed and and, and shown by uh, by George Adamski.
0: Does George's encounters predate Betty and Barney Hills? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That
1: is an interesting question, actually, yeah because um, many people are confused uh, about the. Um, the intentions of the extraterrestrial visitors. Um, the Betty and Barney Hill encounter happened in 1961. And they spoke of an abduction. Um, George Adamski and the other original contactees of the 1950s um, n- never used the word abduction. They Some of them were invited on board craft. That happened to George Adamski as well. And he writes about his... Uh, his trips into outer space on on the scout, on the uh, flying saucer and into uh, mothership and onto other planets. Um, And what I find important to emphasize, and I do that uh, whenever I get the chance, is that um, the original contactees um, drew a lot of attention uh, with the, the message they were asked to share with the world, uh, we must remember that this was the time of the Cold War. There was an intense um, uh, battle of ideologies going on between the United States uh, or the West Bloc and and the Soviet Union and its uh, and its allies, um, and there was this this impending threat of nuclear annihilation, nuclear war. With both sides stepping up their nuclear arsenal all the time, you know, we went from uh, uh, A-bombs that were uh, deployed in in Japan to end the uh, Second World War to H-bombs, and and they kept on developing uh, newer and bigger and stronger, more destructive uh, uh, nuclear weapons. And from the first encounter in November 1952 that I just described, the visitors from space asked their terrestrial contactees to share with the world their concerns about the immense danger that these weapons uh, are posing, posed then and are still posing now, um, urging us to, um, uh, to find ways to cooperate internationally. To step away from the nuclear brink and and uh, decommission nuclear weapons, and they even offered um, uh, help in 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 uh, you know uh, finding alternative energy sources if we humanity would abolish um, nuclear weapons. And and uh, uh, of course that didn't happen. And and because because the the message. Uh, were, that they shared was um increasingly well there was there was an increasing um popular demand and interest in their in their in their message and in the lectures and the talks and the books by the contactees the authorities became worried because you know they they needed the public support for the, the taxes that were that were levied uh, in order to uh, to fund the uh, development of uh, of new nuclear weapons and the whole defense industry. I mean, it was not for nothing that at some point in his farewell speech, uh, President Eisenhower warned for the establishment of the against the establishment of a military um, industrial complex. And even six years before that, George Damsky uh, spoke out about that and its dangers. So, in order to maintain public support for, um, for the uh, defense uh, efforts and, and the development of, uh, of uh, weaponry, nuclear weapons, the authorities, you know, probably secretive agencies, um, set up a disinformation campaign um, in order to scare and confuse the public about the nature of the extraterrestrial visitors and their intentions. And I believe I'm not denying that people have had bad experiences with what they thought were extraterrestrials. I think these were staged experiences, drug-induced, hypnosis-induced, uh, you know, staged, um, with the sole purpose of confusing the public and the public's perception of the extraterrestrial visitors. Which, you know, so far, <laughs> if if their technology is so advanced. They have been coming here. There's accounts throughout human history. I just mentioned Desmond Leslie's uh, historical overview. Um, th- there's, you know, uh, uh, historical accounts going back to the Old Testament, to the old Hindu scriptures of of uh, uh, craft or vehicles uh, from uh, coming from heaven. Um, if if they have such advanced technology, you know, they could have taken over the world. Um, long ago, so it doesn't make any sense. It's not. It doesn't stand up to logic or common sense that if the original contacts in the 1950s were all uh, benign and, and uh, intended to to help us find a way out of our, our uh, you know, um, um, our conflict ridden world uh, finding new ways of of uh, cooperating internationally and suddenly only after say uh, 10 10 years um we, we we are visited by extraterrestrials who start abducting people and and uh, uh performing horrible uh, uh experiments on them it doesn't make any sense it doesn't it's not logical if that if that was part of Say the reality of extraterrestrial visitors. It would have been going on at least this, uh, you know, during the same time as the original contactees in the 50s, but also before then. So yeah, do you that's, think it's, that's my understanding?
0: Do you think it's possible it could have been happening but just wasn't reported?
1: But why would it not have been reported if uh, you know if if such horrible things were taking place? Why would one thing the 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 good ETs be reported and the the bad ET is not hmm. to me it doesn't make sense.
0: do you think that the primary purpose of the et's contacting Adamski was about the nuclear arms race or was it about raising human consciousness? I think both I think both their
1: uh, their concern is or their see they they understand more about life than we do We, um, Earth humanity in in general, you know, we are quite confused about our place in the grand scheme of things. We see life as something that happens on on Earth. We haven't found it on uh, neighboring planets or other celestial bodies. And so we've concluded that, that, um, well, you know, we are maybe a fluke of nature. Uh, we are a lucky incident, a uh, uh, fortunate uh, amalgamation of of the right ingredients uh, and uh, and circumstances that has led to this uh, this emergence of of human consciousness. The um, and and as I also show in my new book, you know, there, there's uh, increasing scientific evidence that uh, life is much more abundant in the universe than. Uh, than we than it is currently given credit for um and um, there's much more to life than just the carbon-based forms that we have here on earth uh, earth may be an exception in in universe but only in terms of the density of uh, of uh, uh, you know the life forms here um, and I think the the uh, reason for the extraterrestrial visitors to contact Adamski, but not only Adamski, also Buck Nelson, Truman Bethroom Daniel Fry, um, Howard Menger, and many others, not only in the United States, but also there's a famous case in Italy where over 100 Italians um, were contacted. It was called the Friendship case. Um, uh, it started in 1956 and, and um, went on well into um, into the 1970s. Um, uh, also, rather well documented by now. Um, and the main reason was to alert us, humanity, to the fact that there's much more to life than than what we are aware of. Um, and because of that, um, you know, because life manifest through the evolution of consciousness Consciousness is not something that results from the uh, you know the 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 correct uh, chemical balance in human brain um but it's fundamental and, and that's being that's being you know sh- that's being shown now in in, in uh, through actually through uh, the, uh, the the quantum revolution in science. Um, and the fundamental nature of consciousness was also pointed out by George. He actually taught about the fundamental nature of consciousness in the 1930s, before he even um, um, ever spoke or perhaps thought about flying saucers. Um, and uh, so life manifests and, and we see it on this planet, um, you know, through the mineral kingdom the vegetable kingdom the animal kingdom the human kingdom and in every of these natural uh, kingdoms in nature we see consciousness uh, taking a next step up so consciousness expands with every with every uh, next uh, kingdom in nature um and if we look at the evidence in in uh not only in Mythology, some would call it, or in religious experiences, but even in in historical cases of people that are known as geniuses, we see that um, even in 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 humanity, um, consciousness takes different grades, but we see it evolving into uh, a greater and greater unity with the source of consciousness. That's why we see in great art uh, a great artist is able to um, to express uh, more of of the the inner reality of life than than say uh, uh, someone who uh, has painting as a hobby um, or, or or perhaps you or me I don't know if you're a good painter but um, um, yeah. <laughs> you know so the uh, the evolution of consciousness doesn't stop with humanity. Um, We see throughout, you know, uh, throughout the world, we see accounts of people who have reached uh, a higher stage of consciousness, and we call them, um, you know, we know them as the Buddha, as Krishna, as Christ, as uh, um, Hercules or Hermes. You know, generally known uh, or generically known as world teachers. Um, They teach humanity. They bring a new revelation to humanity at that time of that time about the nature of life and and uh, how to reach the next stage of consciousness, even if they don't call it by that name. So the ET visitors uh, are also coming here to to reveal that aspect of life to us, and they are actually. Exemplars very much like, you know, humanity's own teachers uh, throughout the ages. Exemplars of of expanded, of, of, of uh, higher forms of, of consciousness uh, and and higher um, expressions of, of morality and ethics.
0: Through all your studies of ETs, have you learned any tips for yourself and humanity to raise or evolve our consciousness?
1: Well, what, uh, the interesting thing is, um, I've, I found it very interesting in, in most of the c- accounts of the original contactees, uh, the visitors tell us uh, something that we've been told by our own teachers before, know yourself. Know, find out who you are, really. Uh, not just the person that you're looking at in the mirror, but what is your essence? and look for look for your soul uh, so to speak uh, and and find out what it is in fact the soul of course is like uh, uh, in in uh, systems uh, science uh, it would be called uh, a cluster of coordinated vibration uh, in the sea of consciousness Um, and on that level we are all connected what we need to understand is that the sense of separation that we through which we experience life and we are being taught and and indoctrinated really that we need to compete for our place under the sun um, that's a false false sense of reality that uh, that it's not true it's not it's not what reality um, it's not the real condition of, of, of life or humanity in 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 quantum research and in uh, systems science um, non-locality is uh, is by now a, a very widely accepted notion and that means that a consciousness is not tied to our body through its physical expression in the three-dimensional world world you know we have near-death experiences we have out-of-body experiences we have telepathy we have remote viewing all these things uh, are expressions or manifestations of the fact that our consciousness is not bound by locality and the same is true for everything we see because everything is based on consciousness everything emerges from a, a a fundamental cosmic consciousness you could, you could say and our task or for the best way for us to evolve in consciousness is by trying to find a way that works for us to connect or reconnect our individual consciousness with the cosmic consciousness in in religious in religious terms we would call it you know finding you know finding god or uh, finding our way back to god um uh opening the heart, uh, quieting the mind. Um there's there's been so many different teachings. There's there's a way for everyone, but the most general uh advice given was find yourself through any of these given parts, um which most appeals works for you. Um, and and that you know meditation may be a method and there's there's zillions of different uh, meditation techniques around Um, and service you know uh, 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 serve serve your neighbors serve your 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 not just your family but your community try to serve as much as many as you
0: can do you think that our bodies are manifestations of our consciousness
1: Uh, definitely yes see the soul um, uh, according to the the teachings that I've been studying before I, I uh, 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 took up my my study of of the contactees, I've been a student of the Asia's wisdom teaching. What is that? The Asia's wisdom teaching um, can be found at the core, at the heart of every religious teaching. Uh, but it's not a religion. Um, it's not an art form. It's not a philosophy. It's a, It's a blend of all these things. Um, and in modern times, it was first uh, uh, introduced to the modern world by uh, in the works of Madame Blavatsky, who founded the Theosophical Society. And in the early 20th century, it was very much enlarged upon, expanded upon by Alice Bailey and other uh, disciples, as they're called, like Helena Rierich, Russian uh, lady, and... Uh, Later, Benjamin Cram, who who passed away in 2016. Um, And the Ages of Wisdom teachings say that the soul is the individualized aspect of the oversoul of the universal cosmic consciousness. And for each of its incarnations, the soul draws up on its previous experiences, brings together... The matter uh, that it needs—physical matter, but also matter for the emotional body and the mental body—that uh, it needs for its next uh, incarnate, for its new incarnation, to to be able to to take the the experiences, go through the experiences that um, that will help it make take the next step to expressing its fundamental divinity. Yeah, we call it divinity. Um, you could say taking it next step to reuniting with with the uh, universal consciousness, and it's a long process. You know, it takes hundreds of thousands of incarnations. Um, it's not there. There are very very few people who you know get enlightenment in in in, in one lifetime, um, who, who are able to achieve that and uh, we are told that it is possible and there are some examples in history um, in the um, indian uh, indian uh, gurus or avatars um but most of us for most of us it's just a long long journey a long process uh, where we learn you know by by um, um falling flat on our faces and getting up again and trying to avoid the mistakes uh, the same mistakes uh, the next time um, so, yes, I think our bodies are, um, um, they're actually put together by the soul in a very conscious process that, of course, when, once we're born and we've grown up, we are not aware of that. But uh, it's very much, um, th- there's the, the gene pool from from our parents, obviously. Um, and... Uh, but, but the soul chooses the parents for its next uh, incarnation, and uh, and thereby uh, determines uh, the materials uh, from which its, uh, its body of expression uh, will be put together.
0: The universal consciousness or the cosmic consciousness, I'm assuming they're the same thing. Would that be what most people consider God to be?
1: Uh, I would equate it to what people uh, would call God. Um, now God is a nice uh, short word. Um, I'm, I'm not a religious person myself. Um, uh, um, but uh, if you know, and and uh based on my background as a student of the ages wisdom teaching and my research into the information coming from the contactees, from the extraterrestrial so visitors through the contactees, and now um Corroborated with corroborations from from uh, uh, quantum research, consciousness research, uh, systems philosophy. Um, yes, you know, uh, God, universal consciousness, a sea of consciousness. Um, see, the, the interesting thing is one of the one of the uh, uh, things I found is there are three basic tenets in every major world religion that um, to me to the fact that uh, it's being confirmed now by consciousness research every major world religion um, expects a new teacher or the return of a teacher yeah the the jews are waiting for the messiah the uh, christians are waiting for the second coming the buddhists are waiting for the fifth buddha maitreya buddha uh, the Hindus are waiting for the tenth incarnation of Vishnu, their god Vishnu uh, or Kalki Avatar, and, and there are sections of Islam that are waiting for the return of the twelfth Mahdi the, the, who disappeared or the Montezar. Um, so that's a very universal, universal notion of a teacher who comes to give us the next revelation about reality or God. They come to to give that next revelation in order to help us take those necessary steps for reuniting with god or con- you know uh, um and uh, the word religion uh, stems from the old latin religare to reconnect and For me, that's uh, an indication that you know we're talking about individual consciousness reconnecting with the universal consciousness. And in religious terms, that is you know finding your way back to God. um, And and uh, the third universal notion in every religion is that, doing that, we need to um, uh, uh, follow the golden rule, and that is to treat others the same way we ourselves want to be treated. There's also a universal knowledge. It can be found in every major world religion. So those three things um, point to exactly uh, the same thing as, as uh, uh, there's, a, there's a very famous uh, uh, professor, Irvin um, uh, Laszlo. Uh, he's a systems philosopher. Um, so he brings together the latest findings from all kinds of different dis- uh, scientific disciplines. And he's looking for systems in in all these findings. Uh, what, what do they have in common? And uh, his his main finding is that a the uh, uh, reality of the universe is actually a sea of consciousness. And uh, in that sea of consciousness, the uh, clusters of coordinated vibration, and that's everything that we that we can see. Right? I, I my body is a cluster of coordinated vibration but so is my soul and so is the desk uh, that I'm sitting at um or, or rather the atoms uh, that it's that it's uh, uh combined put together uh, from um all of these are constantly moving in a direction of greater unity of greater oneness and of expressing more of their inner, uh, in a nature, the real nature. So I see a very strong correlation there, if not confirmation from science, uh, of the uh, of the uh, basic three tenets in in, uh, or at least the the last two tenets in in the uh, in the religious traditions. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't mention he doesn't mention teachers uh, or, or teacher uh, that he expects to return, but um the notion of a sea of consciousness or God. Yeah? Most religions see it in terms of a or present it as a in terms of a personal God, just to make it uh to make it um tangible, I suppose, for, for people, for believers to to make it uh um so that we can put our minds around it. Um, uh, put our heads around and um, and and the uh, the fact that you know we need to reconnect. And doing that, we need to do that in terms of unity. Not not you know all being um, unity doesn't mean uniformity. A lot of people think that uh, if we have a united world, that that they're afraid that it's uh, a sign of fascism or anything. That uh, and and you know many people are even afraid of the United Nations. Uh, uh, installing a, a world government that requires that we all um, uh, believe and, and do the same things. It's Unity is not the same as uniformity. Unity is only unity when everybody brings to the table their unique talents and their unique capabilities and, and, and backgrounds and um, and contributes those. You know, without the diversity of of, of uh, all everybody's every human being's um, talents um there would be no unity. Unity would not be possible because it's it would be all the same. It would be a solid dead mass. So uh, yeah, it's uh, um, you know it's important that we that we strive towards a united world, from the sense that we are all connected already, but we each bring our own uniqueness to that, to that unity.
0: Since most of the major religions of the world are looking for or waiting for a teacher to return, do you think it's possible that this teacher that they're expecting is an ET?
1: Well, it would be possible, but um, uh, based on um, my studies of the Ages Wisdom teaching, it's not likely because... um, we have, you know, from 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 our own human kingdom has already uh, already has evolved a spiritual kingdom. Uh, they are known as the masters of wisdom, and uh, we have there, there are actually historical reports, uh, for instance, of uh, the Count de Saint Germain. Um, who, uh, who was active around Europe for, uh, I believe, around two centuries, 150 or 200 years, in different guises at different uh, uh, royal courts. Um, there are uh, accounts of, of many of their disciples as artists or philosophers or scientists. And I already mentioned the, uh, you know, the uh, teachers of yore, the Buddha and Krishna, and, and the Christ etc and, and they are uh, exponents of this this next Kingdom up in nature from the human kingdom the spiritual kingdom um, sometimes called the Kingdom of Souls um so in that respect we don't really need uh, an extraterrestrial as the next teacher but they are here in support of uh, of the teachers of humanity uh, re-entering the everyday world. According to the ages of wisdom teachings, the the um, uh, the spiritual kingdom of nature, the the the, the masters of wisdom withdrew. Um, I I forget now when it was. I, I believe it was a hundred thousand years ago, at the uh, uh, around the time of the, uh, the destruction of of Atlantis, um, to leave humanity uh, to its own devices to find its own way back through you know the struggles in the Valley of tears and shadows um to to realize that our our sense of separation is false and and we as we look around the world now we can see that it's brought us to the very brink of our existence um and if we don't watch out we'll go over the brink but the masters the, the our teachers will make sure that uh, that won't happen um but you know it it will take um in, you know, if you ask me, it will take perhaps a, um, a few more steps in the wrong direction for humanity to finally realize. Wait, we're destroying ourselves here. And and um, according to Benjamin Graham, I mentioned him before, uh, the uh, the teachers have begun to reemerge. The the, the existence of of this of this uh, uh, higher kingdom in nature. Um, was first revealed by Helena Blavatsky, who I mentioned, um, and uh, Alice Ann Bailey in the in the early 20th century revealed, uh, uh, or the the Master of Wisdom who worked through her revealed that uh, the World Teacher, who is the head of this this uh, this uh, group of Masters of Wisdom, uh, was planning to return to the world uh, in the in the last quarter of the 20th century according to benjamin cram that actually happened but humanity wasn't ready apparently to uh um to receive him uh in and his teaching um you know still too much caught up in in this uh, in this uh uh false uh, idea of of uh of separation you know we have the whole. Um, move to 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 neoliberalism uh, with uh, the election of margaret thatcher in uk in 1979 and with ronald reagan in, in the united states in 1980 um away from a, a growing consensus that we needed to co-cooperate internationally you know there was uh, there had been uh, uh, a recommendation by a uh uh, uh a group of uh, of uh, political leaders and financial leaders economic leaders um around the same time the brand commission um who uh, gave recommendations to um to re- to relieve the tensions in the world uh, that had grown through the increasing uh, disparity this uh inequality between the rich north and the and the underdeveloped as it was then called south of the world the globe um, but uh, unfortunately you know the uh, the powers of materialism let's call them um they uh, they managed to um to to delude to yeah to delude humanity uh, in in speaking generally into thinking that Um, Freedom would come by, uh, you know, through the market forces, releasing the market forces, leaving everything to the free market. which if you look at it, it's not even a free market because it only works for those with a powerful um, position in the market and that those are the people with the most money and and the most economic uh, clout. so you know it was sold as as uh, the ultimate freedom for individuals but in the end it it has really corro- uh, co- corroded a lot of the uh, the uh, rights that had been secured uh, in the previous 150 years you know since since the fight for for labor rights and women rights and voter rights and civil rights uh, um, had had started in in the you know in the mid 19th century. Um, so w- w- what we are left now is a world where 50 million people are 2021, 2023, 50 million people live and work in slavery, actual slavery. You know we we celebrate the uh, the end of the abolition of slavery in the United States and and elsewhere. Um, but it's it's just not true. There's there's so many people living in slavery. There's an astounding um, inequality in the world where what is it? A handful of people own the same amount of wealth as the rest of humanity. It is you know beyond beyond co- comprehension. So this sense of of inequality um, has kept us from being ready well yeah the sense of separation and and the the illusion that we need to compete for our place under the sun has kept us from uh, being ready to receive the uh, uh, yeah the 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 ideas and the teaching that we are really one and uh, and we need to live as one in order to survive.
0: Do you believe our advancements in technology are due to the evolution of our consciousness or they are taken or given from ETs?
1: I think it's both. Um, there's evidence that uh, a lot of the uh, uh, recent uh, uh, enormous uh, strides in electronic technology, like, like a developer, development of the transistors, and uh, and the uh, computer chips, uh, touchscreen technology, there's uh, rather solid evidence that uh, these have been uh, either uh, given through ET contact or re-engineered from uh, craft that was crashed, etc. But at the same time, you know, it wouldn't be able, we, we wouldn't have been able to to do that if we didn't have... Um, you know, the level of consciousness or awareness that these things are possible.
0: Did Adamski ever describe any of the technology that he saw on the crafts that we're using today?
1: Um, Like touchscreen? I'm not sure if Adamski as such uh, gave such specific descriptions. He he did describe... uh, um, but in more in general terms, you know, the uh, the technology that he saw employed on those ships, um, I have I've read uh, some of those descriptions about touchscreen, what we now call touchscreen technology, uh, but I don't know if it was in Adamski's work or in in the work of uh, the account of uh, some other contactee. And I must I must admit that the technolo- technological part for me is the least interesting. Um, uh, of course, we, we benefit from it, and, and we uh, we abuse it, and we are being uh, manipulated by it. You know, nowadays with uh, with uh, deep fakes, etc., and and attempts to uh, um, yeah to manipulate the uh, uh, you know people's perception of of, uh, of political candidates and things like that um but um yeah for me the most important thing is the 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 education of humanity uh, um that you know that we are one human family and we share one planetary home the same planetary home which we are destroying at the moment and that that sense that notion was very strong in the uh, in the accounts of the early contactees. And uh, they they have offered us technology and uh, technological knowledge um, also for space travel, um, but on the condition that we would uh, give up uh, the nuclear, uh, you know, the nuclear option or the for, for warfare. And in fact, um, that we abolish um, warfare as a means of resolving uh, our conflicts. They say you sit at the table. If you have a conflict, you sit at the table and you talk it out. You find a mutual solution that works for, you know, mutually for, for everyone. Um, and, and for me, that is the most important uh, aspect. Some people call it spiritual. I think spiritual is much misunderstood. Uh, for me, spiritual means transcending your. It's, it's spiritual. is not just you know a uh, means of finding inner peace through meditation or prayer or something like that. Uh, for me, spiritual means transcending your your current condition, and that could be physical, emotional, uh, but also psychological, spiritual, uh, name it. Um, and uh, if if realizing that we are part of the same human family. Uh, is spiritual now, so be it. That's uh, you know, but but it's 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 a fact in nature, and, and it's high time that we uh, that we begin to realize that and and uh, begin to find ways to organize society and live according to that to that uh, knowledge.
0: Your book is titled the Adamski Book of UFO UAP Disclosure. Why? don't the ETs just come and land here on the planet for everybody to see them? If they did, it would just fundamentally change humanity because we would know that we're not the only ones in the universe and we would all naturally unite, I would think, immediately.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you're not the first and certainly not the only one who uh, who brings up that suggestion. See, the uh, the problem is that from It would would actually be an infringement of people's free will if they did that, because many people are not ready for for that expansion of their awareness of life, uh, of the notion that there are other intelligent beings uh, surrounding us in space. Um, uh, And, and of course, the the, uh, the whole uh, stream of... of, um, alien invasion movies since the mid 1950s that were especially um made uh, maybe commissioned even um uh, in support of the disinformation campaign to to conf- confuse and scare the public um, has not helped to, um, uh, to you know people to to think of the extraterrestrials as uh, as necessarily benign um so if they would land Probably hundreds of thousands of people would die of shock. You see what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's not that easy. If if there hadn't been a disinformation campaign mounted in response to the original public interest in 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 the stories of the contactees, you no, know, they take uh, they they take the education of the extraterrestrials. Take the education of humanity uh very cautiously they approached it very cautiously so um in the 1940s i understand um they contacted uh governments uh and they, uh, uh you know this was in the wake of the second world war and um, and of course the the first uh, atomic um uh, nuclear what you call it again um, uh, race to uh, to develop the most destructive weapons uh, uh, was just um, ignited um and that's when they they contacted governments uh, with the offer of you know new Technologies Etc but uh, dropped the uh dropped the, the nuclear thing um that w- that went unheeded and then, they began to contact individuals not just in the united states many in the united states because of the united states of course was very influential at the time very powerful uh, also militarily uh, and it still is um uh, but uh, you know having come out of the second world war as the victor uh, it was uh, it played a major role and, and also being uh, uh, one of the uh, the first atomic powers Uh, nuclear powers in the world Um, so there were many uh, uh, yeah relatively many contactees there Uh, but again uh, various many in various other countries south america europe uh, in asia even Uh, and individuals were were contacted uh, uh, being asked to bring the message that we've been talking about of uh, you know the need for international cooperation uh, to survive as human species and and to make it into the space age and and and, and venture out into space and starting to discover uh, the bigger world around us um and yeah again when when that uh, um when that began to receive some traction among the public the disinformation campaign was mounted uh, and, and so you know they became even more elusive. Um, and there are times you know when, especially now, I believe there's there's uh, quite an increase again in, in sightings. Um, so they approach it very cautiously because humanity is not universally ready uh, to accept the fact that uh, that you know we are being visited. And, and uh, it's mostly because you know the, because of the uh, um, the governments or, or secretive agencies in the government, the, the powers that be that have to, that stand the most to lose uh, when this reality becomes uh, general knowledge and uh, you know they're fighting it with a nail. Um, because uh, it, you know it would be it would open up a, a future filled with hope for 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 humanity compared to the the mess that we find ourselves in now with with uh, planetary destruction, uh, climate change uh, uh, more and more conflicts completely unnecessary but uh, yeah with the you know very often uh, conflicts nowadays are are provoked uh, just to to continue to feed the military industrial conf- uh, uh, complex
0: when do you think we're going to get full disclosure?
1: i personally think that it will take a major light bulb moment um, among humanity as a whole and and i think it will require a major crisis worldwide crisis and we're heading towards a major crisis uh, you know with with, uh, with uh, great speed at the moment um, and um based on my studies of the ages wisdom teaching I think that moment will be accompanied by the emergence of the world teacher the the head of the uh, the uh, uh, spiritual kingdom of nature on Earth um and and only after uh, Humanity has been given that that experience uh, of of its oneness um uh, and uh, and and uh, the uh, realization that life is not about this, just this incarnation. You know, we are born and we die, and if you're lucky, you have a nice life in between. But most of us have to have to uh, fight uh, for uh, for uh, for some some level of uh, humane living. Um, but life, there's so much more to life than that. You know, there's a, there's a whole evolution on an individual level going on. Uh, that most of us are not aware of. So that expansion of our our uh, uh, of our perception of life um, will be given will be um, uh, yeah will be given when the uh, when the teacher for the new age uh, emerges, comes forward and I think only then will the authorities um, uh, give full disclosure before that time, I've no no faith no faith that uh, that will happen and and that's actually the reason why I put together this uh, this uh, this latest book of mine because there's uh, individual parts of the reality of the extraterrestrial presence have been confirmed by the pentagon by the military by science from from various sides and uh, and and they were already revealed by uh, by George Adamski and his fellow uh, contactees of the 1950s
0: Do you think you can put a time frame on this?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The funny thing, no, I I find it funny because um, I was first introduced to Benjamin Kram's information about the the, uh, return of of the teacher, the world teacher, um, for the coming age uh, in 1978. And at the time he indicated that uh well you know it may well be the spring of 1982 that we would uh, that the world would see the world teacher uh, and and we must remember that the world teacher is not an ordinary human being uh he, he according to trams information he created an indestructible body uh physical body in which he will be in the world um uh, for the duration of this this age of aquarius which is uh, give or take uh, 2000 years um so it's it's uh, rather uh, you know unusual and special and spiritually very highly evolved uh uh, uh well you can't even call it this human being anymore individual um and so benjamin graham said well you know late spring 1982 is uh, when we uh, may expect uh, this uh, teacher to emerge. Uh, at the time, you know, uh, as I just mentioned, the uh, political uh, climate change in the world and the the, uh, uh, the the big corporations were gradually given the reins of of, of uh, policies and uh, lots of rights were being um, protections were being uh, uh, shredded um so humanity wasn't ready and um over the years benjamin graham indicated uh, several other windows of opportunity when you know if if humanity had shown its readiness that uh, the uh, uh, the world teacher could come forward the last uh, time was uh, that i remember was in 2010 when we saw another uh, resurgence in, in in the uh in sightings of, of UFOs and you may remember the, um, the famous sighting over the Temple Mount in Jerusalem uh, that was filmed from different uh, different uh, uh, positions around the city by different people um and uh that was a particular uh, particularly uh significant uh, moment um and yeah we we all, at least, you know, everyone in the network uh, of volunteers who were involved in in, uh, informing the world about uh, pending cramps information, um, were all very hopeful at the time. But uh, again, it was uh, thwarted. Uh, But there are so many experiences from people who have met this individual who have been, you know, receiving very special blessings or, or experiences that and and I myself am I'm, I'm personally uh, convinced that that uh, this uh, this world teacher is in the world is not going away. The UFOs, the extraterrestrial visitors, aren't going away. They are here in support of that historical event for humanity of being reintroduced to the notion that you know we are spiritual beings in physical bodies, um, and. Um, time frame yeah i mean i wish it was yesterday but um (laughs) i wish it had been 2010 but uh, you know if humanity isn't ready to receive this very important teaching then yeah we better uh, wait the await the uh the judgment of uh, of the world teacher to um uh, to find the the best possible moment the moment when humanity will be at its most uh, receptive for for the message that uh, that must turn uh, life on this planet around and, and make make for you know a life of freedom and justice for everyone not just for the people who can afford it
0: are you saying that the world teacher is here right now on the planet and he or she yes. is yes. he or she is just waiting for humanity to come around and be ready for him
1: i think uh uh as the situation is now, uh, according to Benjamin Krem, the uh, the uh, uh, world teacher has been in the world since 1977, um, and uh, he's been active. He's active in the world, and so are a, a group of uh, 14 masters of wisdom who are re-entering the world with him. Um, and uh, yes, we are. They are waiting for uh, for the time when humanity's cry for help. Apparently, that's what it. Looks like it's going to be, you know, the, the, which will be the 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 trigger point or the the um, uh, the point where where the balance will be shifted enough for humanity to be receptive to this important message. And this, you know, can you imagine if if humanity's understanding of of life and the world, uh, what it will mean for for our understanding of life in the world when we are shown that. Uh, life doesn't end with death. Death is just a phase, a phase transition, and and we'll be reborn. And, and And there's plenty of people nowadays who who are convinced that that is the case, but it's not by far, you know, the experience or the or the uh, belief uh, of of um, of the majority of people. And and we see that in the way we run our societies. You know, we see that in the disgrace of. People being left, being discarded in the streets, uh, without homes, without uh, uh, health insurance. Um, and, and and that's just in the richest country in the world, the United States. Uh, imagine, you know, the, the hunger and the poverty and, and the unnecessary illnesses uh, for lack of medicines, medication in the rest of the world that has been plundered by the big uh, corporations. You know, they buy up land and 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 make sure so that um, small farmers can no longer grow their crops and 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 feed their families uh, or or they, they deforestate the the uh or, or or plunder the the fertile lands and and leave them barren once they've uh, you know once they've uh, exploited the, the lands so you know we are, we have put ourselves in a in a very uh uh difficult situation very very regret regrettable situation
0: even if he doesn't announce himself I wish I could get the world teacher on my podcast here to start dripping some information
1: well you just said it so maybe who knows who knows but don't don't count on him announcing himself as the world teacher it will be a very uh, uh, uh very special notable uh, very very deep insights but um, um he will not announce himself until he does so for the whole of humanity according to Benjamin Cram's information yeah
0: has adamski ever described the ets and if so what do they look like
1: he, well yeah he described them and he said they are very much they look very much like us and he was told that Uh, The human form, trunk, uh, you know, two arms, two legs, head, is is a universal occurrence. Um, The people he was contacted by, he described as very much like humans, but more beautiful, uh, more handsome, um, more refined in their appearance. Uh, And he was told that, you know, on on different planets, uh, the, the appearance of of people uh, you know differs just as it does on our planet between different continents and climates and you get short people and tall people and, and and brown people and white and black and yellow and you name it and the same same differences can be found uh, among people from all the different planets uh but basically humanity across the universe uh, is a is a universal uh occurrence and um, my new book has uh, some photos uh, with a painting that was made of one of his contacts from space uh, made to his description. And it even, I've also included two photographs of the pilot of a flying saucer um, that came out of the friendship case in Italy. So they're unrelated to uh, to George Adamski, although one of the uh, protagonists one of the main characters in the friendship case who was an, an italian diplomat um, was adamski's main contact in italy adamski set up uh, a, a worldwide network um, of correspondence um, and he answered questions and he sent out uh, uh, newsletters uh, with questions and answers to people around because they were so curious, they wanted to know more and, and this consul, this diplomat was one of his main contacts in Italy and he came by photographs that one of the Italian contactees uh, was allowed to make of uh, the pilot of, of a, a flying saucer and I've included two of those photographs in his book also and they look very uh, human even though you know, they're a bit bit uh, uh, a bit vague, not really clear, but you can really see they are
0: human forms. Did he ever mention whether ETs are walking around the planet with us or not?
1: Oh yes, yeah. He said they they are um, uh, they are there thousands uh, uh, of uh, extraterrestrials uh, among us all the time. But they make a point of being inconspicuous. You know, they they conform rigidly to our customs in in countries where they are, so that they they don't stand out. Um, and the interesting thing is that this is now confirmed most recently by Professor Haim uh for uh, a professor of astrophysics in Israel and and uh, former director of Israel's. Uh, space program. In December 2021, I believe it was that he said the same thing. The The extraterrestrials are here, but they've asked not to be revealed because humanity isn't ready.
0: Gerard, I need to switch gears with you due to time. Do we get this book on your website or Amazon?
1: No, my website lists my books, but I don't have a web shop. Uh, my books are available through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the major uh, online booksellers. Uh, including Amazon.
0: If people want to reach out to you and ask you questions, can they do that through your website?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: What's the name uh, of your website?
1: email there. Uh, my website is uh, www.bgapublications.nl.
0: Uh, All right. Before. If they
1: if they Google my name, they'll they'll they they should find my website as well.
0: Are you working on anything else that you want us to know about?
1: I've just finished this book. This is just uh, out uh, last month, um, so I'm catching my breath. I still I still work as a as a teacher trainer here in Amsterdam, the Amsterdam University of Applied Sciences. So I'm catching my breath and gathering my thoughts. And uh, no doubt another project will will pop up. Um, but uh, I've I've just actually this was the second book I published in the span of a year. Celebrating George Adamski's first contact in in November 1952, because last year that was 70 years ago.
0: Before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message?
1: Uh, I've been trying to be uh, be positive, and uh, um, I th- I think the positive takeaway from my studies is that um, um, you know everything points to um Consciousness evolving and there are uh, let's call them superhuman beings on this planet who are here to inspire us and and, and help guide us through this difficult time, even though from for the time being it's from behind the scenes. And you know, they uh the, the extraterrestrials are here in support of this this momentous uh, time in, in human history. It may not look like it, the world, world conditions may look um, disastrous, um, but it in fact means that we are coming to the point where we will be forced to make a decision. And you know, um, uh, united we stand, divided we fall. That's a realization uh, the whole of humanity will come to uh, pretty soon uh, with the way things are going now. And, um, It you know I cannot describe uh, the sense of optimism that I'm having about this this current situation um, because of the 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 help that uh, that we can count on the help that is here even if it's invisible to to many people Um, but it's you know we're facing a brilliant future if we if we're just ready to accept and, and and choose. Uh, the right way forward uh, leave behind the old ways of competition and and based on a false sense of separation and accept that we are one human family share the same planetary home and work together towards the safe progress of our of our uh, evolution and our civilization
0: Gerard thank you for that message and thank you again for being my guest
1: thank you very much for having me it was a pleasure
0: the pleasure was all mine thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast.